This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Red Valley is intended for mature audiences and contains scenes some listeners may find distressing. Please go to redvalleypod.com for full content warnings on every episode. Do you want to continue? Seriously, is there no other way to get in? It's overhead HQ, there's more than one door. Anybody is for emergencies only at the moment, so... This could end up being an emergency. That's a lot of people, isn't it? Like Princess Diana crowds. Well, people tend to get upset when they find out the world is ending. Oh, everyone knew the world was ending. No one put down their cheeseburger or stopped using plastic bags, did they? Can't we go any faster? We are going as fast as we can, ma'am. Those are some good placards. Go hyper-fuck yourself. Overhead killed the world. Oh, well, that's a bit much. Oh, no, that one... That one just says continue. I don't get it. Oh, let me see. It's continue, but they've swapped the O for a U. Ah, very clever. I'd like to ask her if it was worth it. What? Aubrey Wood. Look what she's created. She wants to hurt people like you and me, fine, but what about all of them? How does doing this make anything better for them? I guess the truth can set you free, or some bollocks. (gasps) These people look free to you. The only thing they're free to do is rip us to bits. Hey, are you sure we're safe in here? Pam, we're safe. We'll be through in a minute. She was one of the smartest cryotech specialists in the world. Has she truly no idea how valuable... She should be helping us. Uh, Well, personally, I'm pretty bloody glad Audrey Wood won't be joining us in the future. She wants to burn her lottery ticket. I'll pass her the matches. Anyway, she stuck her head out too far this time. They'll find her soon. Hope they chuck her in one of those Amos prison pods. She'll be lucky to last a week. 
like this, isn't it? When Rose's mum is sat on the lifeboat watching everyone, well, you know, watching it all happen. Watching the boat sink and all the poor people drown. Eleven Oscars. Good movie. I need you to stop pretending that this is just another day at the office. You are freaking me out. Hello? Hello? They called you in. I'm sure they know you're here. Yes. Of course, they might not know I'm here. Pam, we're a team. I'm sure they're going to take care of both of us. Then why did they call you and not me? They must have assumed we'd come in together. Right, joined at the hip. Clive and Pam. What if it's not? What if, what if they just want you and not... I've got friends, Clive. Other cryotech experts, maybe... Maybe we could go it alone. Build our own nest, hunker down somewhere safe. Maybe, maybe Pam, we Pam, could... we don't need your scuzzy little mates to build us a blue Peter cryopod out of toilet roll holders and sticky back plastic. Right, come on. Come on, sit down. Pam. Pam, hey, look, look at me. We invented this stuff. Well, you helped invent it and I sold it, but if it wasn't for you and me, the board of directors would be out there screaming like the rest of them. We've saved them. Their man, who knows how many others. And now they're going to save us. This is our ticket, right? No one deserves this more than us. Clive. Fran, hi. If you could come this way. Ah, sure. Definitely. Let's go. Dr Jennings. Francesca. Uh, Miss Jones. Uh, Pam's with me. If you could just wait there, Pam. Uh, sure. Okay. Right. I've got this. Just sit tight. Okay. Clive, my boy. Malcolm, so good to see you. Clive, it's been a while. Rebecca, lovely to see father and daughter working side by side. Family, it's so important. Indeed. I hope it wasn't too uh, difficult getting in today. Not my first mob. <laughs> no. Less machine guns than on the Aloha, as I recall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy memories. I wish I could have been there. <laughs> Do you? Anyway, we don't want to waste your time, Clive. Waste? No, good God. I'm thrilled to be here. I've been waiting for your call. I'm sure you have, and with good reason. I hope you don't mind the formality of the setting. Of course not. Uh, because this is, as I'm sure you can imagine, a very formal matter and nothing that should be dealt with lightly. We are on the same page. Mm. So, for the record then, this week, as you know, the terrorist organisation led by Aubrey Wood leaked the information globally that the leaders of many major countries and corporations have taken measures to place themselves in cryonic preservation to avoid the now unpreventable ecological collapse of the planet that will render human life unsustainable within decades. The plan being to emerge from suspended animation when the Earth has returned to a point of stability able to support a new human civilization, A minimum of a thousand years. Clive, you'll already know that Overhead are one of those corporations that have taken such measures to cryonically preserve certain assets and individuals. Well, yes. You took the order for the cryopod yourself. I did. And you recommended the site for the nest. Yes, and it's all coming along wonderfully, I understand, ahead of schedule. So, 
Clive, we've invited you in today because we want you to be involved in this incredibly exciting time for the company. Excellent. You're a man who sees opportunity when no one else does. Thank you. A man who never gives up. I'm flattered you think so. The man to see the company through this coming struggle. Thank you. Uh, What do you mean by that? We'd like to offer you a promotion, Clive. A A promotion? It's your time, Clive. After all you've given us, let us give something back. Uh, Well, I've got something in mind you could give me, actually. CEO, Clive. CEO? CEO of Overhead Industries. (laughs) Sorry, I don't understand. It's a lot to take in, I know. And a strange day to hear it, I'm sure. Not what we wanted. Wolves at the door and so on. But when did wolves ever bother you, eh, Clive? Uh, Sorry, guys, are you... (laughs) Are you trying to fuck me? I beg your pardon. You're making me CEO. Yes. What about the existing CEO? Jack is taking a temporary leave of absence. Temporary? Temporary. How about the COO? Marguerite too is taking a leave of absence. And the rest of the board? Are they taking a temporary leave of absence? Hayley? Paul? Dev? Clive! And would this temporary leave of absence happen to fall around, oh, plucking a number out of the air, 1,000 years? Oh, I know what you're thinking. I think you might, yeah. You think your authority would still be undermined, (laughs) that you wouldn't have the autonomy a CEO should expect. Well, we've worked out an arrangement that we think is pretty splendid. The trade-off for you being offered the most powerful role in the most significant technology development company of the 21st century without interview or preparation is that there are certain areas of the company that will remain uh, ring-fenced during your tenure. Matters with which you need not concern yourself. Matters like the entire board of directors being chronically preserved using my tech? That's on the list, yeah. There's more than 300 cryopods in the overhead nest alone. Spaces in the nest, as you know, are fiercely vetted for obvious reasons and have been calculated by the company alongside the highest levels of government. I'm sure you're aware of the strict requirements regarding the manifest as laid out in the Continue Nest Protocols. Rebecca, do you think I don't know who's on the manifest? Marguerite's au pair is on the manifest. I think you can squeeze in me and Pam. Clive, the overhead nest manifest is full. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't, because I am not on it. The decision is made. What, by who? By you? Fuck off, Fran. By the board, Clive. (laughs) Malcolm, you, you can't be serious. This is an opportunity, my boy. Think of what you could accomplish with all of overhead at your fingertips. I, I have a daughter. My, my daughter. She lives in Sweden, doesn't she? Engaged to a foreign dignitary of some kind? Her mother is still there too, I believe. They all have their spaces booked. They'll be, they'll be going. going. Going to the future. And your daughter couldn't secure you a space either? Who the hell are you, Becky? As my father says, Clive, you should look at this as an opportunity. We're turning you into the biggest fish in the pond. What you've always wanted. Gary? Miss Landry? See that Clive and his friend get home safely? Yes, ma'am. We'll send someone over to get things drawn up for your succession. Right. Oh, the comfort it brings me to know the company I help build is in such safe hands. Congratulations, Chief Executive Officer Clive Bartholomew Shill. Okay. Clive, my boy, don't focus so much on the future at the expense of the moment. Yeah, thanks, Qui Gon. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll be gone. 
I'll have the car brought round the back, sir. Thank you, Gary. Clive. Pam. Would you like me to call my scuzzy little mates? Yes, please. Red Valley was written by Jonathan Williams, directed by Alan Mandel, and recorded at Orpheus Studio, London. All music, editing and sound design by Richard Orpheus Campbell, with Carol Pestridge as assistant director. Additional dialogue recorded by John Parkhouse, and original podcast artwork by Claire Hoops. Performances by Alexander Broad as Clive Schill, Rachel Fowler as Pamela Jennings, David Charles as Malcolm Landry, Natalie Day as Rebecca Landry, Carol Pestridge as Francesca Jones, Kit Lesner as Gary, Romanjanelu Dusari as Driver, Chris Gregory and Charlie Richards as The Mob, and Natalie Day as Blue Sky. Thanks as always to the overhead board of directors, Jack Reese, Marguerite Kenner, Dev Patel, Paul James and Hayley Daniel. Thanks so much for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It happened in the quiet town of Podunk, an ages-old family mystery. What happened with great-grandpa? Why won't you talk about it? Because there's nothing to say, Ninten. Begets an unprecedented paranormal event. Help, brother! My lamp attacked me. It was hovering the air. It unplugged itself and came at me. Mind control. Why is that crow smoking a cigarette? Okay, we're playing inside today. Zombies. I could have gotten out of here on my own. You were hiding in a coffin. It was a good disguise. Extraterrestrials. You've seen them too? I've been observing them for days. (laughs) I beat up aliens with my baseball bat. Children with psychokinetic powers. I let that little light of mine shine, Mama. And it melted the darkness away. And that's just the beginning. Introducing Mother She Wrote, a travelogue diary through the biggest cult phenomena in video game history, the Mother series, as it's called in Japan, and Earthbound, as it's called everywhere else. Each episode, we recount the story through immersive audio drama as it's lived by the characters, unpacking the surreal adventures, tear-jerking moments, and what it all means. If you're new to the series, we'll take you beyond the controller and into the story. And if you're a longtime fan, relive these tales like never before and learn fascinating new facts about your favorite games. Find Mother She Wrote on your favorite podcast player and at MotherSheWrote.Earth.